Hello podcast listeners and welcome again to the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson. Our first subject matter tonight is about iRacing and a bit of etiquette. Um, I've called this race odd but race fair. That's going to be our first subject matter tonight folks. So this all revolves around a public race um, last week in the Ray FF1600 at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Um, the race started like any other race, people in pole and various positions. I think there's roughly about 10 people maximum in the race. Um, it's a 20-minute race for people who don't know the FF1600 races. Um, and it started, like I said, like any other race with um, people uh, spinning off cold tyres, cold brakes. But it didn't take long before um, there were a few already warning signs that something wasn't quite right with this race. Now, there were two cars that... Um, early in the race, pulled over maybe the third or fourth lap in front of the pits for seemed for no apparent reason. Um, very quickly then, they came back onto into the race formation and as a team decided to um, make their way through the pack, get back to the front, and then intentionally, uh, as a team of two at this stage, take either side of the track and every time a car decided to try and go through the gap that they'd created in the middle, basically slow down, weave the cars and they didn't slow down to a, a pace that would, it was really, really obvious, but we were having to coast behind them because every time you got near the gap, they closed the door um, and basically they were purposely driving slow to slow the, the pack down. Uh, for whatever reason, this is what they decided to do. Um, this went on for probably 15 minutes of the 20-minute race. And as I said, um, first couple of laps, they seemed to just be racing as normal. Um, their qualifying times were 131s, and the pack at this stage was doing 137, so completely slow to their ability. And these were iRacers with, shall we say, over 5k i rating, folks. This wasn't uh, anybody with a low i rating, shall we say. Um, as the race went on, people tried to go through the gaps, as I've said, and they waggled their cars that much or closed the gap purposely. For people who know Mid-Ohio, we know there's a very, very long straight leading to a sharp right hand. Now, if you're racing... You want to get that aerodynamic uh, benefit, so you hook in clearly behind the car in front's racing line to get a bit of speed and try and overtake them into the 
slow right hander in the com upcoming complex. These cars basically said left and right of the track, so it was it was quite obvious that it was purposely being done. Now, other I racers commented that you know why are you doing this? It's going to be one of these races, is it? So whether or not that that alludes to they'd done this before, I don't know. Um, the race progressed. We got into um, probably about. 14 15 minutes and another car was uh quarters up and through weaving and slowing down the two cars in front managed to allow the other car the third person in this team um get to the front of the pack they didn't block him at all uh they purposely let him through so clearly it was a team and a strategy at play here um the race continued and this third car now started weaving and blocking like the other two so now we got a team of three up the front um a few more laps went by we got to about 18 minutes and they started to race normally again right at the end of the race and sped away leaving the rest of the pack all bunched up frustrated as hell um and wondering why people with over 5k i racing and i think they were mainly a-class drivers um would even decide as a team to ruin other people's races put people's safety at risk and drive well away from what is expected in i racing sporting code folks so um a few of us have now reported uh, this race and these drivers and if anybody has put a report in for iRacing, they've come back and wanted more footage, which has been provided. And then you get the email saying, thank you very much, the drivers have been dealt with. So I think that means that iRacing has accepted the report that me and other drivers put in, uh, which is a real positive, by the way, uh, because this was so away from... Every race I've personally done in iRacing so far, I've never experienced anything like this. And I was kind of in a bit of shock afterwards, and people watching my stream were also in a bit of shock as well. They couldn't believe people in iRacing would do these kind of things, but clearly they do. And clearly people with all sorts of iRating are up to trying to influence race results. Um, so that's our first topic today. Um, if you do come across people doing this you have the right to protest and the right to some evidence and report these people they're only ruining the racing for us the normal iracers shall we say who want to get on and race competitively against our fellow iracers that's what it's about and i think we have an expectation it's going to be a fair and open race so that's our first subject Folks, they are out there. Look out for them. Report them. Um, that's your iRacing right. Our next subject tonight is a, a catch-up, really, about a potential new British F1 driver soon coming to Formula One. This is a young driver called, one second, Oliver Beerman. 
Um, I've not heard of Oliver Beerman, but basically, the Britain will soon have a uh, sorry. Britain will soon have a fourth Formula One driver when rising star Oliver Beerman takes to the wheel of the MoneyGram Haas F1 team when he drives the VF23 alongside Sir Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, and George Russell for free practice one sessions at both this weekend's Mexico City Grand Prix and in the season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. The 18-year-old, who is a member of the Motorsport UK's Elite Team UK Performance Programme, has already announced himself as one of the sport's stellar young talents. Having first made his mark in the British karting scene, Ollie switched to single-seaters in 2020, winning both the 2021 German and Italian F4 titles in emphatic style. He then further impressed when finishing third in the 2022 FIA Formula 3 Championship on debut before stepping up to FIA Formula 2 at the start of this season. Once again, the results have been eye-catching with four wins and three pole positions to date. In truth, it's been a bit up and down uh, season with highs and lows, Beerman reflected, when when we caught up with him earlier this month at PFI where he was supporting his younger brother Thomas, who is racing in Rotax Juniors. Looking back, I kicked myself for some silly mistakes, but it's a tough championship. The level is really high and the cars are quite demanding. Overall though, I'm happy with the progression uh, the progression I've made, and I feel like I've come a long way, both as a driver and mentally, which is really important. Unsurprisingly, these standout performances haven't gone unnoticed in the F1 paddock and the highly promising teenager is a valued member of the Ferrari Driver Academy. As part of that programme, Oli made his F1 debut earlier this month during a private test at the Italian company's legendary Fiorano Circuit Test Track near Maranello, driving a 2021 Ferrari SF21. And now he is all set for his first free practice session, which will come with the Ferrari-powered MoneyGram Haas F1 team. It's a milestone to get that run at Ferrano. Really amazing, he grinned. To be in a red Ferrari is a bit of a childhood dream, and Ferrano is a really iconic track. You see all those videos of Michael Schumacher and others who I look up to pulling out of the garage, and now I've managed to do the same thing. It was really special. That special introduction to F1 has further whetted his appetite for his two forthcoming FPI outings with Haas. It's going to be super cool, he admitted. However, it will be very busy in Abu Dhabi as I'll be racing F2 as well. I've then got postseason testing, so the whole track, so sorry, the whole week is going to be pretty crazy. And hopefully, my brother will be racing the weekend afterwards in the World Finals in Bahrain, so I'll be having a tour of the Middle East. Uh, as for Ollie's plans for 2024, it looks like another year of F2, he revealed. It doesn't really make sense to take a year out of uh, racing, whether that be as a reserve driver or something similar. I'll have a good opportunity to do something good in F2. My goal is to win this championship and thus, my, and thus give myself the best opportunity to jump into F1 after that. So that's Ollie Beerman, folks, a young British driver, only just turned 18 but making real inroads and steps to be maybe the future uh, F1 uh, world champion. Who knows? And maybe you heard it first 
on the uh, on our podcast, the Lone Road I Racers podcast. Wish Oliver all the best in his uh, Haas uh, experience. Hopefully, he keeps it on the track and doesn't ride it off. So, once again, good luck, Oliver Beerman. Anybody go to the Autosport International uh, in 2023? Well, it's back, folks, for January 2024. Autosport International will be opening its doors at the NEC in Birmingham for a brand new show from the 11th to the 14th of January 2024. Show organisers have announced the presence of Gunter Steiner, team principal of F1 Team Haas, for Autosport International 2024. Stainer will be opening the event to the wider public on Saturday the 30th of January and appearing on the main motorsport stage for a special interview and Q&A session. The new comes as part of a big refocus on all things motorsport for 2024, with an emphasis on competitive racing series and championships from the grassroots and karting right up to the elite competition of Formula One. As part of this fresh new approach to the show, with new branding and logo, visitors can look forward to a new live stage as well as star cars and drivers and many more new and exciting motorsport attractions. Autosport International is known as the meeting place for motorsport and you are invited to join like-minded industry professionals and motorsport enthusiasts to see an unmissable combination of cars, stars and live action. Autosport International is made up of four great shows under one roof, with dedicated halls for motorsport, engineering, performance and tuning, and the famous live action arena. In Halls 3 and 3A, you will find major exhibitors from all sectors of motorsport, including trade, technology, national motorsport and racing sims. Plus, look out for car clubs, manufacturer displays and an exciting range of motorsport merchandise. And of course, everyone here at Motorsport UK will be looking forward to meeting you at their show stand in Hall 3. Where you'll be able to see where you will be able if you do own a license to renew it, meet British champions, and learn more about starting or progressing your own journey into motorsport. So that's Motorsport um, International that's back in the NAC, folks, on January 2024. I might give that a go and see myself. Sounds exciting. Dre is the Audible iRacers companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. Okay folks, last bit of the show. We haven't done this for a while. But let's look at what cars are racing uh, on what track next week. So listen out for what you drive. Here we go, eyes down for a nice car on a nice track. Sim Labs, you find yourself racing at Spa. LMP3, Donington Park. Plastic Lotus, Interlagos. Super Formula, probably really good around this track. Silverstone, FIA F4, and that's the normal FIA, not the regional, is at Spa. Ferrari Challenge, Watkins Glen. Touring Car, Donington Park. 
Ray F1600, that's the 20-minute race, is at Interlagos. Formula V is at Sukuba. The SCCA Spec Racer, the Red Bull Ring. Porsche Cup, interesting, Mount Panorama. IMSA, you're racing in, in Italy on Monza. Formula A, Interlagos. Mazda Cup, Alton Park. Mission R, VIR. Clio, Imola. Radical SR10, also at VIR. GTE Sprint, Mount Panorama. Skippy, you are racing at Interlagos. GR Cup, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. The F1600 Rookie, you are on Sukuba. Formula C, at uh, the Gilles Villeneuve, all the way, I think that's in Canada. GT3 Challenge in Circuit de Ledenon. That'll be interesting around that up and down track. And finally this week, folks, the Formula B is at Motorland Aragon. So that brings us to the end of another exciting podcast. Um, some ups and downs this week for myself personally on iRacing. Lost a lot of iRacing and been crashed off a lot as well. So um, plenty of people racing, which is good to see. And we're already coming to uh, the midpoint of week seven already of the final season of 2023. No rumours yet coming out eye racing. They're keeping the lips very clean and we're getting on for the second, well into the second half of the season, folks. So um, I enjoy your eye racing and I'll speak to you again next week and I'll probably see you on the track. So if you're a podcast listener, don't be shy and say hello. You'll find me on there. That's me, your host, Sky Robertson, wishing you a great week. And I'll see you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye.